welcome to the 320 podcast. Why is it 320? Well, 420 was taken and it's happy hour somewhere else. So just like your favorite drink. Whiskey and rocks. Uh, I'm rocks. And I'm whiskey. And today's podcast is inspired by Gordon Graham's Black Bottle. Today's bar talk is we're going to be talking about drugs. Use them, drink them, eat them or shoot them. Currently are encountered with ourselves in Canada. October 17th is coming up. In honor of our nation's great decision, <laughs> is are we really to co- ready to cope as a society? Are we is ready our, for our, drugs? Are we ready? Or are we just ready for pot? Are we pigeonholing our solution? Is this one step in a, a larger scheme of things? If our government went to us and said, we are decriminalizing everything, go. You have one year to figure out the last 100 years of rules that we've imposed on you. Yeah, I don't think we're mature what enough. Si- <laughs> what are the side effects of people that are already in jail? Facing jail time. Yeah. They're in the system. What about the guy, the guys that have been convicted of crime, done their time, and have been released on crimes such as these? And the second order of this is our government is selling it. The governments are selling it. Yeah, the government's going to be selling it, folks. So are we really ready? I don't know. I don't think so. The way you put it that way, I don't think so. <laughs> it sounds very The world is ending. I know too many idiots. <laughs> and I'm one of them. I would say we are. I think we're at a tipping point in society. Is perception of what is wrong and what is right. Our view of mental illness, and you see it in Bell Less Talks days, is an example of new mental illness programs that when I was young was like, suck it up, buttercup. Or, listen, we're going to beat you. Bear the rod and spoil the child. Those were all monikers when I was growing up. Today is uh, nonviolence. So I think we really need to look at is why are we using drugs? Why do we use drugs? Oh, there's a whole bunch of different why reasons. Why do I sip this whiskey right yeah. now? Why am I drinking this fine malt liquor? And then in 12 hours, drink my Tim Hortons coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then fill myself full of caffeine in order to get through my day. It depends on the drug. I think we're getting a lot better at something like cannabis. That's for sure. Well, why would it become feder- federally legislated? within Canada, why is it being supported in different states within the U.S.? Because I think there's, if, there's two sides of this, too, that you just opened up. There's, what is What was the political motivations of the Prime Minister going and announcing, I smoke weed just like the rest of them? No, I think people have gotten a lot better. As I was saying, we've gotten better with certain substances. We've gotten better with pot. Are we ready for all of them? God, no. There's no way in hell within the next let's say, 20 years that we'll be ready for stuff like cocaine, heroin, all that kind of stuff. I take your point and, and I raise it. Are, are people doing it anyway? People are doing it anyway. Okay. They're so also going out and killing people because of it. Okay. so Because they're on those substances. Okay. Well, let's say, I would say that people that are killing each other are, ne- are a huge mi- minority and we could say that they're on anything. Uh, you can talk about monster drinks and the, the amount of people are dying from those. Yeah, that's crazy. Drugs are a problem. Just talk about, we talk about drugs. How about we say chemical dependencies? Chemical dependencies. What, that includes like, caffeine. Like, like whippets? <laughs> Nitrous oxide, but you can't do that anymore because they've changed the recipe. Welcome huh. to this millennium. Yeah. So what are you asking? I'm saying chemical dependency is a whole class of things. What happens is, in order to be functional, you decide that you are dependent on the caffeine. And when you're talking about what what it means to be functional, okay, so like when you're saying, in order for me to be a productive member of society where I'm earning a wage, supporting a family, 
contributing to a community, hopefully, I should be substance free to a certain extent. Where does the government step in and say, I decide how much? Don't tap, point at your nose. I'm tapping my nose. I'm tapping my nose. I'm not picking it. Where does the government decide to step in and say, this is the fucking line and you cross it or you go to jail? Because there's a, this is called consumer protection as well. There, and we can go into what is a standard alcohol drink. So we know that if you buy a high end scotch. Well, I know my dram might be different from your dram. Yeah, because I grew up in the 80s. <laughs> We were harder back then. Yeah. Oh, we were harder <laughs> back then. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So we talk about that, and we, we you got to put this in the contrast of, of criminalization versus treatment. If I'm an alcoholic, I have meetings. There's addictions on us now that wasn't around when I was younger. Right. Where the community of people that are trying to rehabilitate themselves have not necessarily identified one particular substance that's bad. Because sexual addiction is, is a huge problem, but they yeah. also have, have meetings. Right. Really? I didn't know that. World Health Organization, I heard, just classified gaming addiction as a big thing. And those have risk factors. A friend who wrote a paper on the susceptibility of a person who is to become a video gamer. The problem with video gaming is that people that are gamers are automatically in the bracket of people that will can become addicted. So if you're a loner, what? If you're habitually a loner, really? Who likes to play video games by themselves? If you are, oh, uh, fuck, not rude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, your wife's saving you. Um, yeah, just she... let her know. Give her a kiss <laughs> later on. But if you, if you habitually do that, if your majority of your social contact becomes through electronic means, if you have no outside support agency, you're likely to become video game addicted. Well, they're saying they're suggesting that. Okay, say you're part of a community on a video game, or you're talking with people while trying to complete a common task or whatever. I mean, what they're suggesting is that because those aren't real people, what are they saying? They're, they're not real people on the other end. You're not actually interacting with anybody, but you are, and you are getting something out of that. You are. I will always argue for video games. It doesn't Except mow your lawn. when they destroy my life. It doesn't life. pay your rent. Well, it, it doesn't. can. That's bullshit. It can pay your rent. It's been yeah. proven to. And so can the lottery. Which one do you play more? No, that's different. That's different. No, it's true. It's true. You look at these fucking Twitch streamers. They go out there and they make a killing. They get all their subscribers. Like, look at ad revenue that you can get from YouTube. Name one person on the street. One person on the street. Uh, Skill Up's probably one of those guys. Yeah, I don't know what you said. Probably. One person on the street that you definitely know that's generating revenue from playing video games. One person on the street that I know. Well, you don't know them because they're at home. <laughs> Top of my nose again. But they're they're real. You can't you I, can't pull an argument like that. People are if people are willing to consume it and are willing to pay for it, which they are. I mean, the fact that people have Patreon accounts set up to have donations come come their way for providing what you know. You may not think of it as a service, but people are willing to spend hours watching somebody else game and make money off of it. Like that's crazy. So I'll I will I will counter that, sir. <laughs> but we're getting off topic. But no one no one you know is making money yet. So if we look at the, the, I do know the several billion people money. on the planet, you're not talking about you're talking about a macro economy. If we talk about one billion people play video games. One billion? I'll say one people one billion people play video games, or they're on their phone. Or online. Sure. Okay. Of all the people who play video games, how many people make money? It's going to be a small slice of the pie, but uh, it's still 
it doesn't mean it's Again, not how happening. people are making money playing sports. Another small slice of pie. But you don't raise, you typically don't raise your kid going, you're going to be a CFL player. You're going to be an NHL. Well, here's the here's the thing. Here's what's been happening though is uh, back in the day, your parents would come to you and say, "You get off the fucking video games. Get off your Atari or your Commodore 64. Get off that shit. You're not going to ever make money doing that stuff." And they've proven that to be actually wrong. Like that's actually been proven that it could pot. You could theoretically, if you're good, if you're good at it, and people want to consume what it is you're selling, it's no different than any other commodity. You're providing something, and people want to buy it. The problem becomes is people still play it at a loss. Are you trying to use this as a greater point against drugs? No, just you went on the big defensive rant of video games are good. Video feel, games can be good. Targeted. Video games can be good, but they can also be detrimental. Well, the point, the case in point I'm trying to say. Like anything else, Trent. Well, again, it goes to the larger thing. And I think you just hit, hit the point. I'm saying is anything in moderation is good. Okay. Period. I won't disagree with that. Okay. So if you are not looking after your kid's dirty diaper because... You're playing video games, and you can't hit pause. Be with, be with your responsibilities. Which you can't do in video games anymore. But that's that's just for Listen, me. My to Nintendo know. had a pause button. Yes, <laughs> things have evolved since then, but <laughs> no. But you know, I know what you're saying. Yes, you can't anything, hit pause to look after your responsibilities. Anything, anything in moderation is okay. Yeah. It's good. It's it's actually can it can be good as long as it's in moderation and as long as you, the subject, the person who is consuming that thing, can do so in a perceived responsible way. Okay, I I get where you're going with that, and I get how that can be. I get how that can uh, translate into something like drugs. However, there are fucking people out there who will go shoot themselves up with heroin or cocaine and just so that they can get a fix they will mow over a whole bunch of people with their vehicle their stupid little chevette they'll go and kill a whole bunch of people we gotta hold them to account for that right like sure that's not video gaming that did that like that's fucking we're, this is drugs this is something completely different is it those 16 year olds and all the different shoot for columbine do you think they were hopped up on drugs is a different one. They were hopped up on a kind of weird repressed ideology. They they were they were so they were so far beyond suicidal. Would you say they are mentally ill? Well, for sure they were. Okay, so then going on the segue. You have a mental illness. Whatever you're binge drinking, whatever you're binge doing. So you saying people who play video games have mental illnesses? I'm saying is people have all walks of life have mental illnesses. Don't try and pigeonhole me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm saying is that anybody can have a mental illness, and there's lots of different yeah. parts out there. Whether at sex any addiction, different point in their life, whether sex addiction, addiction, whether it's video game addiction, whether it's you know soap opera addiction, where they would they check out half the day in order just to exist. There's lots of kinds of addiction. My point is that once you ha- if you if your crutch happens to fall in a category, you're a criminal. Sorry, say that again? If your crush happens to fall in a particular category, you're a criminal. If you smoke marijuana to check out, you're a criminal. Right. Until October 17th. 
If you're if you use heroin, you're a criminal. Yeah. If you use cocaine, you're a criminal. Yeah. If you use gasoline, you're weird. Um, if you go to the grocery store and sniff whip bits. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> Can't do that. It doesn't work. Oh, that's they right. They changed it. <laughs> You're considered a criminal. You're a criminal. Okay. So why is it we choose some to criminalize others? So the government right now is looking at saying, okay, we, we, we're going to sell liquor and now we're going to sell marijuana. Yeah, because, and we're gonna those, tax because marijuana it. has been proven to not be like, it doesn't create the bodily harm that you see in other substances like heroin and cocaine, and that's where they're that's where they're coming from, right? Yeah, that's why you drink Lysol too, and that's not criminal. That's just dumb. Well, you could, but it says warnings on the bottles. That's why I said it was dumb. <laughs> but the, I think the the contrast as as we let the the uh, cigar smoke go is is why. Is why are some things criminal acts and others are not? Like charters of rights and freedoms, the rights of the individual. We are now coming in an age of mental illness is a thing. We're becoming we, more aware of it. But we, but we still have these antiquated laws that says this is one thing's criminal, it's not. We, we, we forget that there are people here that can be productive members of society, but we choose to create an additional barrier. And let's face it, if you're from a low-income family, low-educated family, you're, the odds of you becoming addicted to something are much higher. Yeah, that's true. So you're creating another barrier in which they're going to fail to thrive. The problem that I see happening is that if we got rid of all legislation on all substances... And take that money and put it into treatment... Okay. <laughs> what happens when somebody is... Completely, it's completely legal for them to do so. They go ahead and they consume whatever substance it is, and then it ends up causing the bodily harm of somebody who is completely innocent of their situation. Well, they're guilty of the crime that caused that problem. So, but it was if the you get drug a that. What if, if it was the, up. what if it was the drug that led them there? Who cares? That's not who the cares? Cause. That's not the cause. That's a true. That's a symptom. That's like my car is leaking oil, so, so I put more oil in. Okay, so what you're kind of saying is the crime itself is that they caused bodily harm to somebody else. They killed somebody else. And I'm saying, so my counter-argument is like, well, it was the drug that caused that. But your your counter-argument to that is like, well, it was the poverty that got them on the drug. It was the upbringing that got them into poverty. It was, you know... Yeah, but the, it becomes just another a rabbit hole no. of who, treat who, mental, who's who's to blame. Treat mental illness for what it is. Okay. Mental illness, disease of the mind, or illness of the mind, or mental injury, or whatever adjective that you feel that you need to swallow. Okay. And use that to say if I'm if I'm having these kinds of problems, make the service available just like universal healthcare is so supposed to be. And give them the tools to rise up where they are. So why are we? This way, we're not always afflicted. Give them options to grow as people. Okay. If you are, if you get hopped off on whippets, if you go kill somebody. Guess what? They're not charging you with whippets. <laughs> They're charging you with. Well, are you under the influence? If if you if you have a bad day at work and you run over Mrs. Robinson at the crosswalk, mm -hmm. well, guess what? They're not charging you with having a bad day. They're charging you with with either manslaughter, endangering life. 
because what you did, the actions that you did, the treatment that you will uh, undergo, is should be proportional. As well. So we punish, we punish the physical actions that led to your incarceration. But if you have, but the thing is, if you have a whippet in your pocket, you're making a pie. Okay. Don't say. Don't tell me that you're but, a criminal because you have a whippet in your pocket. But I, I care about my community and I care about my society and I, and I, what I want to say is, well, I want to be able to prevent that thing from happening again in the future. So, what was it that led to that thing happening? What was it that led to that person killing that other person? Is it because they're on whippets? Ooh, maybe we should ban whippets because it'll prevent people. From killing others. I think there's a whole bunch of other legis- <laughs> legislative measures that could it be It sounds imposed. silly when I say it. I know it sounds silly when I say it, but, like, I mean, you got to admit, that's a genuine concern. It's like we want to prevent. It's not only just, we don't just want to punish crime. We want to prevent it. Yes, but by saying it's only whippets, kind of pigeonholed you do. So what if all today is whippets and tomorrow is... Um, Eight what balls. If, yeah, well, <laughs> it was that actual thing back yeah. when... <laughs> What if Ludes. I said, what if I said you're on roast beef? I'm on roast <laughs> you're beef. You're on roast beef. You had this caloric intake that messed with your mind I would and say, it caused you to do something. We're gonna I, ban roast beef now? I would say the vegans would be all for this <laughs> podcast and that's not the market we're in right now. <laughs> but, but, but you, you gotta get my point is, is that what's the next thing? What's the next what's the thing after? New designer drug. Bath salts. What if I go to the next one? Some other unnamed thing. The legislative body cannot handle it. And I'm the person. I'm the person who cares about my community, and I care about making sure that things no, are nice and tidy. Don't say no, you don't. And I, no, no, no. I'm playing a role here. I know. So I listen. And I'm fucking with you. And I know you are. <laughs> and so I'm. So I'm this person, and I say, yeah, all of the above, man. Like, get rid of it all because it's causing all this shit. It's causing all this crime. We should. We should be able to prevent the bodily harm of somebody. We should be able to prevent somebody getting killed or severely injured because somebody else was on hopped up on some substance, whether it was heroin or cocaine or, I mean, clearly it's not pot anymore because that's become legislated. Now, I'm not against certain substances. I'm not against pot. I'm not against alcohol. I'm not against caffeine. I'm not against things like definitely that should be open game. We should be able to tax it. We should be able to have it available to everybody. But something like the hardcore shit, heroin, you want to put in cocaine in there, like people do some pretty stupid and crazy shit on those things. And this is where I say check me. Oxycontin's a regulated drug. You make it off available to people. Okay. Wait, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Continue, continue. We make it available to people. <laughs> you can buy it. Yeah. There's a legal market and there's a criminal yeah, market. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and so if I have oxycotton on me and I got a prescription and I take and I abuse it because yeah. I have three different, four different doctors that yeah. give it to me. Same now thing allowed with to, things like now, fentanyl. Yeah, but I absolutely. I don't. But guess what? I'm legally messed up. And the worst, the worst part of it, is that people are making a profit off of those. Look at the pharmaceutical companies that are getting involved yeah. with all that shit. No, yeah. I understand that. Not only are they profiting off of people's pain by selling stuff. Okay, we won't talk about the dollar value of everything, but yeah, they're selling they're selling this stuff. It's legal for them to consume. It's legal for them to purchase. They're selling it at a huge marked up cost. And then when they have to get off of that substance to detox, 
they have to go they go back to the same pharmaceutical company to be able to uh, get better to, to detox off that the, substance the irony of the situation is the, the treatment the treatment facility and all those other things are paid by the government and the taxpayer yeah criminal enforcement is paid by the taxpayer when we talk about detox we, t- we don't we don't want to say don't talk about the help what why are they using are because they- I got a problem and I, or I got an achy knee are you looking at the necessarily little literal uh, cause what I'm trying to say is that if we take the time to recognize that if you are an abuser of something there's an underlying psychological problem that's there okay mm-hmm. and that is the main point you can have gasoline you can have freaking Mr. Sketch Markers. You can hop whatever you want. You can shoot your own urine plus cocaine. Like, there's lots of things you can Are do. Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> Nothing I'll say or record. Okay? <laughs> you can you can do these things, but you, you, have, you have to say that there's an underlying psychological reason. Sometimes it's acceptance. Sometimes it's a mental disorder. But all those have to do with the spirit of self. The spirit and, of self. Okay. Okay. And if you go into criminalization versus treatment, we're gonna spend so much money in trying to criminalize everything that doesn't work. When we, but if you say okay. one line, we will treat mental illness for whatever the cause. You have a definitive line that can impose the the, the, the people that actually work in these fields will un- know that they're trying to help a person become functional again. Mm-hmm. Not saying you are now a drug user, you are now a criminal. Therefore, I'm going to put up a second barrier, one we talked about earlier with poverty, and the other one being you're now a convicted criminal and a drug user. Right. Why are we putting a third barrier in there when we didn't actually have to? We could say you're sick. If you're ready to take the take to get the help, we'll give it to you. By locking up people, you're just deferring another problem. You're actually not solving. Actually, well, yeah. And, you're and saying it's fine. I'll pay later. In some prison system where they don't have very good uh, rehabilitation the recidivism rate is but you're also talking and talking about it in a prison prison everybody's watching you what's happening yeah you want to work on getting labeled that's the place to do it yeah and now you're putting you're concentrating the people you're concentrating the dysfunction what are you what about self-harm like what about the argument about self-harm like well it's another i mean but it is proven that those things are horribly bad for you it's another, even even in moderation, they're still. And it's horrible. another addiction, sex addiction, self harm addiction. I mean, they're all inducing chemical. So we just right? let it all happen and basically let Darwin take over. No. What happens when you can ban whatever you want? They're going to do whatever they want in their home. They're not going to stop it. And if you look at the study of economics, it'll show that not only that it won't stop it, it'll actually create a whole other sub market that you're not even aware. You're talking of. about the black market. You're talking about the black market. And they will demand higher prices. So now on top of that, you're creating a criminal organization that can thrive on it. So how far are you ahead? You're not. Treat mental illness. And you'll treat the root cause and not a symptom. That's why I said check in. Treat mental illness. What if I'm perfectly sane? What if I have all of my facilities about me? Faculties. Faculties. Too much of unless, you, unless you have a bathtub. Faculties, <laughs> yes. What if I have uh, what if I have everything going on? You know, it's going great. Um, and, uh, say I work in the stock market cause I'm going to pick stereotypes cause I'm a populist, <laughs> but the only way for me to get through my day is to snort cocaine. I'm functional. I'm doing everything I need to do to be.
be successful and make sure those that I represent are successful. Um, but I'm, I'm on cocaine. Mm -hmm. If a mistake happens and I cost people hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, mm -hmm. um, because I was on that substance, what does that mean? What does that mean for you? What does it mean for me? Like, what does it mean for like? It's like maybe I sh shouldn't have gone and bet on this horse that's been doing cocaine handling yeah, well, my if finances. Well, in these positions, ch chances chances are that they already have a policy against drug use, doing things under the influence. Right. The second piece of this is that you are investing with a company that has a reputation for and a track a proven track record for doing cocaine use. <laughs> yes. Yes. My one track friend. Yeah. Um, I, so, so we should just completely deregulate and legalize If they're doing everything. it anyway. If they're doing what it anyway. What are you treating by giving, causing him a criminal? He fucked up. If he fucks up. Right. And he does something like that, he's never going to work in the industry again. You're right. going to make him a criminal and not allow him to work at Walmart? But what does that mean for the person who was afflicted because he fucked up? He or she fucked up. That's why there's insurance. That's why they're Canadian positive. That's why there's disclaimers. That's why we have lawyers to fucking sue the pants. That's why there's insurance. There's corporate insurance. That corporation have insurance, and there's only so much they're gonna lose. You chose to invest. You chose to do these things. So but you, so by God, you have to be accountable for the choices that you make. Oh, that's well. not possible, man. <laughs> no, what do you think this is? <laughs> No, but you are. They are accountable. They will pay. They will pay. They will lose their job. They'll lose their livelihood. They'll lose the trust and the ability to work in that, that, that thing again. You want to end, and then in order for him to rehabilitate. So in, instead of saying he's got a problem, mm -hmm. we are now going to make him a criminal. And now he's going to be the scourge of society because we now we pay for everything he ever does again. He's already fucked one way because he fucked up and. You know, he... He's blacklisted. Yeah, he's blacklisted. He won't get work again in this... You'll never work in this town again. He'll never work unsupervised again. Yeah. And okay. Truck drivers. If you're a truck driver and you're charged with impairment, and you and you don't have you don't have to be licensed anymore, right. you're not working again. But I'm a lawyer. I'm not actually a lawyer. But I'm a lawyer in this situation. <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> if I were a lawyer, okay. And yeah. I'm arguing on behalf of that person who fucked up. Okay. On behalf of that person who should not have been doing that stuff, but they did it and they are under threat of being blacklisted. And I end up winning the litigation or court case it requires in order to make that make sure that man keeps his job. Are you saying that you that not everybody has the right for due process? And I say and I say <laughs> Well, not everybody has the right for due process, but I say yes, they do. this person was they wrongfully do. this person was wrongfully blacklisted and wrongfully terminated because not because he did cocaine, but because he because he had a shitty day, shitty three months at work where his boss was completely on his ass all day. And he had to do cocaine in order to get that. Due done. process, man. Due process. But if I win, if I win in that situation, and I make sure that that asshole gets to keep his job and gets to continue representing clients and gets to continue doing all that stuff, if I win that war and I and there's no like clearly there's no ethics behind it. No, seriously, because there's there has... what, your what ifs here are going on forever. I know. Well, what if this perfect storm happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the one guy in the world. But it gets does free. happen. It does happen. You know what? You got people okay, doing so cocaine what all happens? over the place. What happens then? You have Colonel Russell Williams who's a predator. You have people on cocaine everywhere. You got other people I can't mention on the air right now. 
But the point is, mm. due process, if he's convicted early, if he has a problem... If it's in a criminal, watch, but it's watch, not watch, under watch, a criminal watch, just situation. Watch, just, just watch. But you forget that there's a whole other system out there. If you are a business, and you want business look to bracket risk, because risk costs money. So the only way business is going to take risk, there's a huge payoff. If there's no payoff, there's no risk. And okay, you can so say, you, you, you can go on. You want to go on the, the next leap is, what about ethics and nameless faces? Because there has to be ethics. Na- name nameless faces corporations, but the statistics show that if you're in unethical as a company, um, you will lose money in the long run. Really? Yes. So the second piece is um, that if your case, your hypothetical, and your what ifs happen. Yeah, sure. You might be able to get off the criminal side of it, okay? okay? But you you realize that the, the his his employer are going to change his circumstances. They're going to make himself be vetted because they need to bracket risk because they can't afford multi billion dollar lawsuits to offset the the profits that, that this guy's making. So then it just becomes a capital thing. It just becomes like, well, we can't afford to keep you on even though you're fucking over our customers because you're doing copious amounts of cocaine. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 maybe, because maybe go in the realm it's of... costing us more to deal with these litigation lawsuits because this is a crime in a world where it's not regulated, in a world where it's not criminalized of any kind. Any drugs of any kind are not criminalized and not regulated, right? In your world, okay? In that world... Litigation is where disputes are settled over these matters, right? Yes and no. So, as a business, it becomes counterintuitive for me to go ahead uh, and continue having you on my staff because I'm paying for all this fucking litigation bullshit because what, you're a repeat offender? But yes, but you risk the company. Okay. I'll give you the, 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 the case. Uh, I get an example of this would be a Me Too movement. Oh, you be careful. This is I'm just going for the Me Too movement, and we talk about the case of Gianco Meshi. Okay, look at CBC. CBC says you're you're under investigation. We can't be seen to be around you. Yes, we can't be seen to be around yeah. you because you are too high risk. You're devaluing the brand name of CBC because of what you have done. Because of what's surrounded with your name. And they the, ended up... Terminating his, his piece. Yes, but look what happened with that court case. And then he, he won the court case, and now he's not guilty. Okay. Was it not guilty? Was he found not guilty, or was it found? Was he acquitted? Acquitted, same thing. Well, is it? Because sometimes when you're acquitted, it's just like we don't have enough evidence against you. You could be. No, that's a guilty when the charges are dropped. Sister. That's when the charges are dropped. When you're acquitted, it means you're not guilty. You're not accountable. Oh, okay. From my understanding of the law, I'm not oh, a lawyer. Okay. I'm not a lawyer either. I'm just a geek, I'm like a teacher. <laughs> so, but you, you got to look at this piece. So if you are. If you're a known substance abuser and you're, um, well, Mel Gibson would be another brand example. He's actually doing pretty well for himself. Right now. But what happened? What happened about 10 years ago? Oh, he was putting all that anti-Semitic. Yes, because he's high. Yeah. Okay? He was completely out of his own depth. So then it's just like, he hurt his own brand. But did they, okay, that brand, did they, did People, let's say, let's just say Hollywood as, as a, you know, as an industry, as an industry, they distanced themselves from him because he was high or because he was saying anti-Semitic shit. No, it's because he was un- they were unable to work with him because if you read what happened, that it was really hard to work with. He, he was a rageaholic. He had trouble dealing with things. Tom Cruise was another one. He had all his rage issues. Well, really? 
Yes. All I remember is he was like fucking crazy when he was on Oprah's couch. That was the, well, that was when he was getting engaged to what's her face? Katie. Uh, Katie Holmes. No, Holmes, yeah. Holmes. Katie Holmes. Yeah, but she had trouble because all, all the different things were associated with, with what was going on. But the main thing is, is you can say, well, he's on coke, he's on this. But if I put, if I it looked on, like he was on shit. If I want eighteen different chemicals, what's 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 the drawback? Who cares? But I can treat one man. What's I can treat the drawback? It's the risk to me. There's no risk to you. See, you're if trying I'll, to get me to argue your point, and like I, I totally will at the end of the spot. I know, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> But if we take the time to treat mental illness, we'll improve society, which so, is the aim of your entire regulation piece. So everybody is mentally ill, or some people have, everybody has like some degree of mental illness because everybody's different. Or again, you're talking absolutes. I know I'm talking. I'm failing. It's hard. I'm not explaining it right. I'm not. Well, okay. Let me explain it in a, in a more snowflake term. <laughs> So it's more easily dissolvable. <laughs> dissolvable. <laughs> it's sweeter? <laughs> yeah, a little bit sweeter. Let me explain it in this way. Okay, so people. Okay. People are all different. Every individual yes. is different from the next. There's no two people like unless you have an identical twin. Right? And even then. If you put someone in his face and get them irradiated, they change. But anyways, go ahead. Anyway, okay, fuck. Jesus. What came first? The chicken or the egg? Well, the astronaut. But anyways. <laughs> um, so, everybody, every individual is different. So, because of that, because of our how our biology works, how we get produced, that kind of shit. I know, it sounds awful how I'm saying this. I've, I've clearly had too many drinks. I'm waiting for the punchline. I know, I know. Because everybody is different, Let's say, let's say a percentage of your mental capacity. There's like say it's zero point zero one, or let's say it's one percent. Let's say everybody has uh, um, some sort of mental inhibition or some sort of programming that's just like it's a little off. And let's say it's zero point. It's a negligible amount within the human brain. Let's just say it's that. Oh my God! I guess so it's everybody, <laughs> everybody has that. Everybody has a mental illness, right? No. Well, to a certain percentage, what is illness? A certain degree. What is illness? Well, you're. That's what I was getting from you. It's like no. What we, is illness? We, we have to treat mental illness. We, we have, have to treat, treat mental illness for what it is. Okay. Okay. Don't treat them coping mechanisms that people are trying to do in order to dysfunction. So, an alcoholic feels that he can't cope with this with. With that's the couple was going on, so he drinks to try and cope. If a uh, weak guy takes a takes weed to check out, so he can cope with what's going on. If I want to, I want to. When I you, come home from work after a long day of work, I want to have a nice cold beer. That's fine. If you want to masturbate for three hours because you had a stressful day, well, maybe you might have some problems. Okay. Just think about it though. What three is hours a day. I don't what know is, if anybody can hold that. What if there's what if the sexual addiction is bad? What if you do whippets because if you have a cocaine addiction, you have a drug addiction. If, but the thing is, if you have there's a whole bunch of different kinds of addiction. Okay. What if you are? We're talking about addiction. What, well, that's the problem. Yeah. We criminalize some things and not criminalize others. Okay. However, we treat the tra- treatment plans are underfunded, but prison su- prison size is marginally funded. So, so okay. what I'm saying is okay. 
if we give people the tools and the option for treatment, if we open up the concept and tackle a was large corporation style of campaign for mental illness, give show people there's access, show people there's mental illness heroes out there. There are mental illness heroes. Okay, this is my fucking third gram thought here, but look, come on. No, no, no. I see. I kind of get what you're change saying. Change the culture to suit that we can decriminalize this and turn these people to pr- reduce barriers for people who want to reenter society. If they fuck up, they will pay for whatever it is. Yeah. It may not be jail time because people think of uh, retribution as jail time, but retrib- right. uh, um, restitution can be a lot of different things. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, what was the actor's name that Owen Wilson, Owen something that was on the Cosby Show? He was. He was in the news. Um, so there's an actor that worked on the Cosby Show. Okay. And because Bill Cosby got got charged with rape, yeah, it, they, they, they stopped showing the Cosby Show. Right. And because they stopped showing the Cosby Show, he lost his royalties. Because he lost his royalties, he had trouble supporting his family. And because he stopped, was, was had trouble supporting his family, Whoa. he started working at Trader Joe's, and some dumbass decided to take a photo and post it on Twitter. Look who I ran into. Someone from the Cosby Show. Uh, the guy didn't rape anybody. But because, well, because he's, he's guilty, guilty by, by association. So, but he, he, now you're demeaning him because he's trying to pay for his family in a legitimate format? Yeah, but you can never condone rape. He's not. In any he was way, shape, or form. He was supporting his family. It's like... He was supporting his family. Yeah, he was supporting his you're, family you're, based on the royalties of the rapist. I'm not... <laughs> no, he wasn't. That's he the was, populist opinion. He, he was... No, he was generating royalties. There's nothing wrong with joining royalties as an actor. You work on a project. That project sells. He gets commission on the royalties. However, the market, for some reason, dried up. In this case, the market dried up because no one wants to be associated with the Cosby Show. And that is perfectly fine. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that whatever effect that you have, whatever whatever the person's convicted of, will have an effect. You may not think because he didn't do jail time, or Cosby actually did do jail time, but but because of he, one person, he, I mean, if, if he had, in this case, it wasn't like a willful thing. Let's say it was a, a drug induced thing in which he caused a crime. If he did. If, it was a treatment belt illness, and because of his mental illness, he was remanded to treatment facility X. Right. Well, he didn't do jail time. He was put to a treatment facility. Who's who? Whoever it was. Oh, whoever. It was. I took a, a specific example. You're just trying to generalize okay. it, saying, "What if you this, get into you get into the topic of rape? That's a very you got a very you got to tread carefully and navigate that water very very carefully." What I'm trying to say is. That if you fuck up, you're going to pay for it, and everybody around you will pay for it. Doesn't matter what it is. People will suffer all around you if you mess up. If you fuck up. Okay. So then you have to be aware of what your responsibility is around the... Well, I mean, if we want to take it even further along the same lines, I mean, look at the whole shit that's gone on with Harvey Weinstein, too. Right? Like, look at all those movies that have been made and produced. No, unshowable. Under under his name, right? Um, fuck, Goodwill Hunting. That was a Weinstein movie, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, will that be on Netflix ever again? 
don't know. Is it still on Netflix? I don't, I don't know. know. I'll have to check that Netflix out. is kind of a touchy site because it's whatever Sony produced, right? Whatever Sony <laughs> produced? Yeah, well, Netflix has a way of buying What? Things. No. The first, first, but anyway, it doesn't be matter. Careful. It's careful. We could get sued off our first podcast. No, no. <laughs> Netflix had a certain bias of, of which ones they're going to do because certain music companies produce, support certain organizations. But that's the segue. Because oh. Crave TV, Hulu, and all, just whatever streaming really? service. So certain companies produce Okay, it. yeah, that makes sense. Because so, they can get contracts with certain things. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, that is a segue for like business talk. But as I digress, the point is, is that punishment. There is are very, there are greater repercussions. Well, once you go to talk with the word punishment, I think you're stuck. But if you look at the word restitution, uh, treatment, because the ultimate aim is that we don't want dumbass A. Right. To be a burden society, I don't want to pay for dumbass. Let's, to be let's say five thousand dollars a day. Yeah. To be, to occupy a prison cell, so fifteen staff members and a you know half a uh, half a billion dollar building. Right. But that's with something like drugs. But when there's it comes so to many, to, if you look at the number of people there for drug uses, and then there's a disproportionate population that are minorities, Aboriginals. Okay. There's a disproportionate number of Aboriginals. American. No, no. In Canada. Well, in Canada, disproportionate di- is, yeah. Aboriginals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Law them for drug offenses. Okay. If you look at the disproportionate number of people that are in there for drug offenses, I think we could do better. And I think that we can uh, look at, we should look at a treatment option because there's, if you have a, in your example, you say, what if I had a Wall Street, or Wall Street, but Bank Street representative who traded on the stock exchange, who was very well qualified, very knowledgeable. He was doing all the great things for me. And did something stupid. All the, And all he was going to go to jail time because he had, because he, because was, he, he was had on six grams of, grams of cocaine. Yeah. He'd probably get a lawyer, you know, yes, he might get off probation. Maybe he does it twice. But if he does it twice, or if he does it a third time, you know, ends up in jail. Mm. Got it. Does work fail? But his work's going to punish him anyway. Yeah. You're gonna double of punishing people and not treating the bottom class. But the why is the mentality okay? So there's a couple of things here to to process. One is if we're gonna change our attitude about there has to be societal change about how we view substances, right? Is one of your arguments. And the second piece is that we need to evolve our or how we view mental illness. And the crutches in our existence. Okay. Okay. So we basically need to all become libertarians then. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you. No, 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 no. <laughs> um Yeah, okay. So we need to we need to change our idea on what substances actually are and what they do. And we do need to change our attitude towards uh, mental health issues, which are, I think that we're already in that direction right now. I don't know say we, I, say, I think our society, how we treat mental illness needs to change. I don't think it's in we as in general, but I, I think we need to understand, spend more time understanding mental illness and it's, and its effect on effect on society. Okay. Well, because there's advantages here that yeah. we're uncapitalized gains that we can do 
if uncapitalized if, gains. For example, if I have a broken saw, and I return to the manufacturer saying there's a, this this button doesn't work, okay? The manufacturer doesn't say, oh the button doesn't work, throw it in the garbage. Mm. No, the but the, the manufacturer says, can we fix it? Okay, but once you put a criminalization, a criminal moniker on somebody, you're effectively pigeonholing his, his ability to produce for society. Now, with that is that this is we, we pigeonhole on drugs, but mental illness is a, is, is, is a big thing. And anybody who's had that drunk uncle knows why he's drunk, has a clue why he's drunk. Is it because is it because he just enjoys the drink because of the booze, or is it because he's something got bad. something else going on? Usually, something else going on. Yeah. Okay. You don't treat the symptom; treat to help treat the cause. And the generic name for the cause is mental illness. Yeah. So, in in our case, being Ontarians, we live and work in Ontario. The government's going to be selling. Mm-hmm. All right. Does that mean? that if the government is getting in the business of selling, let's just talk about marijuana in general. If the government is, let's, or let's use marijuana as a, as a metric or as, a, as, a, as an example. If the government is going to get into the business of selling that substance, does that mean it becomes null and void in the argument of, okay, so then our focus now becomes mental health issues? Right, like if we don't, if we say, okay, we've dealt with the, we've dealt dealt with the substance issue, we've dealt with that thing. It's now, it's deregulated. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not deregulated because the government's selling it, so it's regulating it to some extent. Mm-hmm. But decriminalized. It's decriminalized. It's decriminalized. So now we've removed, we've all but removed the substance itself from the equation. Now we're talking about mental health does that become the topic of study yeah it should be and I think there's two there's another part to this so so you want it if someone's been taking the view so if you look at uh, generationally we had the stills of stills in the producers we had a weaker ethics when it came to production and consumers demand if I had we sure did that's why unions got out right that's, that's a whole different piece, but I'm talking about more production control, but alcohol was where I was going with it. Okay, or you can, I you got know, lost I'm there. going in blinds, like you can you can drink uh, <laughs> all the different, the heads you're not supposed to drink, right? Because there's acetone in there. Um, you go in production control like that. So the, the government did actually have to step in going, this ball, <clears throat> these, this ball moves showing, this one will make you go blind, this one won't. Oh, so, so I so, see so, what so, 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 when so, it comes so, to regulation. So we talk about and then you tax the fuck out of it. So if you talk about <clears throat> cannabis, yes. No, I, I see what you're saying. It's like it's no different than when we set regulations for contracting businesses. Like you have to have certain things to code. Because you're trying to ship. You're trying to protect the consumer. Yes, and bef- when we had those organizations and we did licensure, and right now licensure for for uh, a distillery is actually fairly difficult, and a brewery is still fairly difficult. So when you talk about cannabis production, well, I can grow weeds in my backyard. Yeah. And then because I want everybody to be highly addictive, I'm gonna add additives to make it better. Yeah, I'm gonna. What it? What? How you? How you? Rain. 
Why is it called Purple Rain? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe you like Because uh, that's what Prince? you see when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you lose all faculties and you make it rain? I don't know. But Hey, at least you said faculties and not facilities. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may have needed facilities. But anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> but the point is, is that now you have tax revenue to treat the process. And you can't say, well, if I didn't have marijuana in the uh, marijuana at the store, they wouldn't be able they they wouldn't be able to buy it. They wouldn't be able to become dysfunctional. But I would argue is that they're getting it anyway. So if they're getting it anyway, Why the profits we? are going to criminal organizations, and people are perform uh, giving issuing it uh, illicitly. Yeah. Now causing dysfunction, and the gut the taxpayers don't hook. Whereas if I sell it at a, a regulated environment. They're now get, getting tax revenue. Tax revenue can fund the social service that treats the function. And I think that's a little often missing, missed from the conversation. Is that the revenue, the tax revenue the government gets, it funds social programs right. which help the individual. Right. I'll, I'll help that argument out. Like, I'll support that. Like, in, in the way that people often don't realize this, but... Um, look at hunting, for example. Look at the Ministry of Natural Resources. Most of the subsidization that comes for that ministry comes from hunting, comes from hunters paying their uh, paying their tickets, getting their uh, getting their tags for their for the animals that they hunt for. A lot of the revenue that comes towards that organization comes the majority of it. I mean, yeah, donations come in from people who care about the environment and that kind of stuff. But people who are paying for legislation, paying for policy, of like paying for our environmental policy, a lot of them are the ones that are partaking in it the most. But in a what some may construe as an adverse way, a very adverse way, they're killing animals. But uh, and I think that's that's a, but that's, they're paying for the protection of that environment. Well, you're you're it's a successful example, but I mean you're looking for. Your example has a free resource. If you look conceptually, it's a free resource. It's animals live and roam okay. free on crown land. Okay. Um, your hunting license pays for enforcement. I would agree with yeah. that piece, um, but it doesn't pay for the treatment programs that come after it, right? What I'm looking looking at is that the fees that you put in, because when, when you study economics, the free resources, if it's not regulated at all will be overexploited. Okay. You need to put a financial barrier there, otherwise everybody's gonna borrow everybody else's gun and they're gonna shoot everything. Because it's free. What? No. Yes. If you look at beaches, why does a beach have a fee to get into? Beaches have fees to get into? You have to pay park, yeah. You have to pay park fees. Oh, you're paying parking fees. No, I mean, park fees to get in. Oh, then, park fees. Yeah. If it's within a park. Yeah, national parks, provincial parks, all have fees. Because if you don't, people abuse them. Why, why? What do you mean I can't camp here year-round for free? Yeah, but you could do the same thing if you went on Crown Land and you wouldn't have to pay Yeah, no, you, there's time. actually time limits on Crown Land. There's time limits on Crown Land. Explain. No, there's a bunch of regulations on Crown Land. You can't really? just move in, yeah. Really? Yeah. You huh. might get away with it, but it's not, it's not legal. Huh. Because I'm mean, just frankly speaking, there's not, not all of our crown land has roads. Interesting. Yeah, those okay, timelines, so it, those crown land regions all have different rules. Okay, so let's. 
get back. Oh, somebody's here. Oh, it's my brother. Oh, we'll just edit that out. <laughs> um, okay, so you get back into the whole point of um, value for taxpayers. Okay, so that's where it really, where, what you're arguing, where it really comes down. Oh, I came to do laundry. Freeloader. He's a freeloader. Value for taxpayers right start, there. I'm going to start, I'm going to start yeah, charging him rent, I think. Value for taxpayers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, going back, yes. So yeah, value so, for taxpayers. So, I get it. You can make a revenue off of it. No, but you don't, you're not also not paying the fees for incarceration. You're not paying the fees for doing, because if they have a mental illness, you're paying anyway. Okay. So the in the current system, we're two-time losers. We're two-time losers, like financially speaking. Yeah. We pay for incarceration, and then we pay for treatment. Treatment and less effective treatment because of this type of situation. Because of the car incarceration that we put them through. And we congregate the dysfunctional people. So we have dysfunctional people that are congregated together to create more extreme dysfunctional and, people. And we also do specific targeting against certain communities because... Ding, 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 they ding, are ding, more ding. likely to have those kinds of problems. Because they have social issues, which we don't treat. Because we put them in that situation. And is, we that put... where, is that where white guilt comes in now? No, it's not to be racial. <laughs> I mean, I'm German, and uh, German descent, and yeah, we, we were incarcerated too, but we're taxpayers. We're all ultimately on the hook. We also tried to con conquer the world, so we'll... No, my family left we'll long before Nazism, okay? Don't put that there. <laughs> the Mennonites lost the vote in, in the 40s, okay? Ah, okay. And we were put in the work camps, too, because we are German. Mm, so, okay. uh... Okay, so there's value for taxpayers, is what you're saying. It's better if we just completely deregulate everything. Completely deregulate... Not everything. Anything to do with... <laughs> Drugs. We are still talking about drugs here. But you completely deregulate all substances. Deregulate consumption of, of substances. Treat mental illness. Okay. Again, I'll say it again just so we're clear. Deregulate consumption of drugs. You want to slur your speech a little bit more? You're slurring more than I am. <laughs> deregulate cons cons consumption of drugs. Yeah, deregulate consumption of drugs. Treat mental illness. Treat mental illness. Jesus fuck. See? Now that I'm conscious of what I'm actually saying, you slur even more. That's fucked up. <laughs> here here we are trying to solve the problem and we're getting fucked up. <laughs> so I think we we leave it there. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Are you saying you won? Is that what you're trying to say? You won this argument? Alright, fine. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening and have a good night.